Hello everybody and welcome back. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, 2022 and I cannot believe that we are done with an entire month of 2022 already. I'm like, where did it even go? And I, they always say as you get older, the years seem to go by quicker and I never used to think anything of it, but the older I get, oh yeah, these it just flies by way too quick. And this episode of our movie recaps is going to be a little bit different because uh, with all the A-list, B-list, no-list, or really there was no A-list this last week that came out, I actually didn't get any of the new ones seen because, number one, they didn't come to any theaters within probably a 100-mile radius of where I live. And my internet was kind of being wonky, so I didn't really get a chance to stream much either. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure all of us can at least identify with the whole thing of internet problems from time to time. And again, not making excuses, but I was not going to come on today and just give you a nothing episode. And so I thought, what if I focus on some of the highlights of movies from 2021? I've had a lot of people ask me, hey, what were the best movies of 2021 or what ones really stood out to you? And because these keep coming up in conversation so much, I thought I would just kind of look back at my notes and just kind of go over some of the movies from 2021 that just really stood out. And a lot of the movies, or I wouldn't say a lot, a portion of the movies that I saw in 2021 were older titles as well. But the fact that I viewed them in 2021, I'm going to also include some of those if I happen to run across those. So... Not all of these movies came out in 2021, though the majority did. But these are all ones that I saw in 2021, at least the ones that made a difference. And I've, I guess one of the ones that we're going to start right from the beginning is one I actually saw it back in the first part of January of last year. is a movie called Parallel. And if you are a believer in the whole thing with parallel universes and the Mandela effect, and just kind of how that all works and plays in, plays together with that. Parallel is one that you're going to want to check out. Now, on the deputy scale, I did just give this a four and a quarter. I'm not sure why I made a note of that on my notes, as I normally don't. But even though it's that type of um, score on that one, I had marked it as watchable but forgettable. And... For the most part, it pretty much is like, I don't remember anything specific about the story, but I remember that I was glad that I watched it. And like I said, forgettable, but forgettable, but memorable. <laughs> I know that sounds really kind of backwards on that one, but that one just kind of really stood out. Now, if you're a fan of like the Step Brothers movies or movie, then you would like a movie that also came out in January. It's called Half Brothers. It's a very kind of off-the-wall comedy that if you're a fan of Step Brothers, you would definitely enjoy Half Brothers. Shadow in the Cloud is another title that just stands out maybe in not such a good way to me. Shadow in the Cloud was, if you've ever remembered the Twilight Zone episode where the goblin gremlin was out on the wing ripping the plane apart, that's basically the whole idea of Shadow in the Cloud except turned into a movie form. So it took like a 15-minute Twilight Zone episode and stretched it out and tried to make it a love story. And it just really fell short on just about every platform. Now, one of the ones that I just, it was totally cringeworthy this year was the Tom and Jerry movie. That one came out in March. 
And I was actually really excited for that. I love the old Tom and Jerry cartoons. I mean, I'm a child of the 70s. And so I grew up when, guess, when, guess what? The whole idea was that you could watch violent cartoons and it didn't make you violent because parents still believed in good old-fashioned discipline. And there's a big difference between that today. But this movie, it took Tom and Jerry and made them totally woke. So if you are somebody who embraces the whole woke generation, you would probably enjoy it. And if not, just stick with the classics on that one. There was a movie also in March that really kind of jumped out at me that was a really good movie, but it's very difficult to sit through. It was The Justice League by Zack Snyder. It came out strictly on HBO Max, but it is just almost four hours long. Now, when you're watching it, it really doesn't feel like it's four hours long, but it's just, it keeps you entertained throughout the whole thing. Like I said, it doesn't feel like it's a four hour long movie and it is so good. This one, uh, I, like I said, I don't know why I made a reference to my score on that one movie that I was talking about back on Parallel, but... Most of my notes, I don't make a note of the score. And this is one that I didn't make any note of, but this is one that has still, it still comes up in conversations when I get to talking about movies that I really enjoyed this year and ones that I really recommend that people watch. I still recommend that any fans of the DC Universe, the whole Spider-Man, or the Superman, Batman, that whole rivalry, and just everything beyond that. It, it's the entire DC universe in one film that goes way beyond, way beyond what all of the other movies ever even attempted to do. Now, one of the ones that Disney had that, again, just not a real, just, it was not a real showstopper, I guess, was Raya and the Last Dragon. It's a really cute movie, but it's just not that memorable. It's not one of those ones that is going to necessarily entertain all of the watchers that watch it. I'm sure it'll have its favorite, people who think it's their favorite, but just as a whole, it was just kind of disappointing that it wasn't more, I don't even know the word I'm looking for on that. But another one that was really good is the Godzilla vs. Kong movie. It... <laughs> Story-wise, it was good, but if you can completely forget about the fact that the monsters keep changing their size throughout the movie, in one scene, one will be bigger than the other, then the next scene, it's reversed, and then one scene, Godzilla is ten times taller than the building, and the next scene, he's as tall as the building. So if you can look past all that, it's worth watching, but that's a lot of stuff to overlook. Uh, one that was kind of... A tough one for a lot of people to watch was Fear of Rain. That one, it deals with a lot of the whole thing with schizophrenia and just different things with that. So it's a difficult movie for, to watch. But if you have a history of mental illness in your family or have somebody that suffers from that, that might be a good one to touch on. The, there was a Tom Hanks one called News of the World. Again, it was just not a very memorable piece. It was about an old cowboy who went from town to town with newspapers to fill people on the news that was going on around the world. And along the way, he comes across this young girl who had been kidnapped by the Indians. And then he was trying to return her to her family, and that all didn't work out. So yeah, it was just kind of a mixed bag of 
just different ideas that don't really come together. Promising Young Woman was one that came out that is a total revenge story. I mean, if you like the revenge stories, they're maybe a little bit more thriller-ish than the ones you're familiar with. That's one you might want to check out. I'm just kind of looking through some of the other ones. Chaos Walking was another good one that came out this year. It, I don't know, that's kind of a hard one to describe. If you like sci-fi type movies, the whole finding a new planet to live on and how to terraform that planet, Chaos Walking would be a good one. There's definitely going to be a couple sequels to that one that are coming out, though I'm not exactly sure on the timeline. If you're a fan of the Saw series, a, spiral, a movie called Spiral from the Book of Saw came out, and it was not so much about the typical John Kramer kind of everything happening, but it was somebody inspired by that to kind of carry the story forward. But how it does it is it's maybe a little unsettling, but not quite what you'd expect. Now, coming back to a fairly popular one, and this one is, I'm surprised how loved this movie has ended up being, but it was a sequel to a movie called The Quiet Place, or A Quiet Place, and this is A Quiet Place 2. Now, if you've seen the first one, the, you're definitely going to want to see this one, and if you haven't seen the first one yet, you're going to want to watch that before you watch this, otherwise this one's not going to make any sense at all. Because the world has had to go quiet because of these alien visitors that you make a sound and basically they kill you. And so you're having to learn to live in silence or trying to find any way to live a normal life. This the in it in its rare form, A Quiet Place Part Two was actually a lot better than the first one, which, like I said, that doesn't happen very often and that's extraordinarily rare. But this one actually managed to pull it off. Another Disney kind of flop was Cruella. If you've ever been a fan of the 101 Dalmatians, you're familiar with who Cruella de Vil is. And in this one, Cruella just... I don't even know what it was trying to do. I guess it was trying to give a backstory to Cruella and kind of show why she was the way she was. But it ends up just kind of coming across as just blatantly ridiculous and not even in an entertaining way. Now, I've always been a fan of the Conjuring movies. And again, I'm kind of a horror fan, so I like movies like that. But in The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, just, it didn't have the same oomph that a lot of the other Conjuring movies have had. And it just really, I don't know, I just was really disappointed in the way that played out. If, and if any of these titles, if you guys want some more information on these, you can refer back to the reviews or, and or the scores on moviedeputy.com where all the reviews are in 300 words or less. But here I'm just trying to go through and just kind of touch on some of the movies that I did watch this year. Another Disney one that was a, a little bit better than Cruella and maybe even a little bit better than Raya on that one. But maybe not as good as that Shang... The Battle of the Ten Rings one. I know I got the title wrong on that, so forgive me. But the movie was Luca. And in Luca, it is about this sea creature who wants to kind of check out things on land. And when he's on land, he gets legs. Kind of hence the whole Little Mermaid reference on there. But indirectly. 
And there's a lot of references in there that you don't realize were references to upcoming movies until some of these upcoming movies have come out. Because there's a lot of references to Encanto in the movie, Luca. So if you're paying attention to the details, you'll definitely catch on to that. There was a Hulu movie called False Positive that was just so, I mean, literally painful. It would definitely be on the painful scale for me. It just... It's about a woman who had fertility issues, and so she goes to this clinic, and the, just kind of how a lot of things play out. It's just kind of in your face a little bit with the subject line and kind of decisions that are made regarding her pregnancy. I don't know. It just, I could see where it was maybe trying to go, but it just never quite made it there. Then you've got movies like The Croods, A New Age, and Boss, ba Boss Baby Family Business. These ones, where the originals were aimed at more of a younger crowd, these ones are maybe aimed at the preteen age a little bit, or young teenagers. They're not necessarily aimed at a younger audience, and sub some of the subject matter may be a little bit confusing to some. Now, The Tomorrow War, it's an Amazon movie. This one I have recommended over and over and over and over. Again, it is such a good movie about time jumps and a lot of other things that are going on and how somebody from the future comes back to try to save the past. Uh, kind of a little bit of reference of Terminator, but not the whole Terminator type style of movie with that. Then the Escape Room movie that came out, it's another one that sequel came out this year, Escape Room Termin Tournament of Champions. Sorry, I'm tongue-tied today. But in this one, it is a true thirst for savagery. Minos Escape Rooms have really stepped up their game in this second one. And I would say this one is definitely equal to what the first one was. And for Marvel fans out there, the whole Black Widow movie that came out, you might be disappointed if you have not seen it yet because this one definitely is more of a movie about her sister more so than about the Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff herself. Her sister definitely plays the star role on this one and she's just kind of left in the cold. Speaking of the whole cold, and another word that rhymes with that is old. The new M. Night Shyamalan movie that came out back in July. This one it was about this really unusual beach where people go and they age literally years in minutes. And so the whole thing, kind of how that plays out. Typical M. Night Shyamalan fashion that there's a couple twists that you don't expect. But if you like those kind of movies, that might be a good one to check out. The F9, The Fast Saga, another one of the Fast the Furious movies that came out. If you're a fan of the series, this might be one to check out, but you're not missing much if you don't. The Green Knight, just kind of, if you like indie creative films, you might like it. If not, that's a definite pass. If you like dad jokes, and honestly, kind of who doesn't, the Disney movie Jungle Cruise is an entire movie full of dad jokes, and it's a cute one for the whole family that would will literally leave everybody rolling in that one. There's just so many other ones. Um, Annette, that one, that one is disturbing. It, it's got just, it's, it's got Adam Driver and it's got a lot of this other stuff, but the way it really plays itself out, it's almost trying to be religious, trying to be historical, trying to be everything all in once. 
And it was done in kind of a brilliant way, but kind of in a forgettable way as well. And I'm really not trying to run all these together. I'm like I said, I'm literally scrolling through my notes while I'm here talking to you. <laughs> so it's just kind of going through all of these. But the movie Free Guy is another one that just really kind of stands out. I Again, one that I have recommended over and over and over again. It is Ready Player One meets the Lego movie with a little bit of some other stuff mixed in with it. That is just, oh, and it, uh, with a little bit of Truman Show. That was the third one I was trying to think of. So if you could picture the Lego movie, Ready Player One, and the Truman Show all in one, you'd definitely get to see what that was all about. Sorry about the noise there. That was my phone. Gotta love technology. <laughs> Actually, I do, because, I mean, I, we'd be set back a long ways without technology. And I'm sorry, I'm just kind of scrolling back, because when I did that, my phone kind of locked up a little bit, and so I'm having to scroll back to get where I was going to. Oh, one of the ones, I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about this one. People ask me all the time, what was my favorite movie of all time? Or what is my favorite movie of all time? And for me, that's easy. It's the original Ghostbusters. And if you listen to the show prior to the new Ghostbusters movie coming out, you know how much I love it. And so the Ghostbusters Afterlife truly did the series justice. That movie that came out a few years ago, that should not even be considered Ghostbusters. But unfortunately... Even I have to admit, if that one hadn't been made, this one would not have been made to kind of correct things. But still, skip over that one and check out this one for sure. If you are a fan of the traditional Christmas story movie and the whole, you'll shoot your eye out, kid, the Red Rider, BB gun, the leg lamp, kind of all of that. And that just kind of brings back memories from childhood and all of that all kind of mixed in together. You're going to want to check out a movie called 8-Bit Christmas. It is a, basically a newer version of a Christmas story with a little bit of a different twist. It definitely is not original in its idea, but it is definitely entertaining all the way through. Let's see here. Uh, the Resident Evil movie, that one was just painful. Same way with Wolf. There's just some of these that... You're going to want to probably just check out some of my other shows to catch uh, what I'm saying on those. The West Side Story was just way too woke. Home Sweet Home Alone, just so tired. The Matrix Resurrections, one that just came out. I was, I've always been a big fan of the Matrix movies, but this one just really dropped the ball. Being the Ricardos, this one was an interesting one because... In the first 15, 20 minutes, even the first half hour, you're like, oh God, this is killing me. It's so slow. You literally just want to turn it off and forget you watched it. But it is one that really builds and kind of gets better as it goes. It doesn't really ever hit that wow climax, but it keeps it going uphill enough that you're going to be glad that you finished it by the time you got to the end. But it does take a lot to get there. If you heard my review on the 355 movie about George Washington's first female spy, I was expecting it to be a historical movie or at least touch on something historical. And all it did was give the movie one sentence. And it was basically like an Ocean's Add the Number movie without really adding anything else to it. And so, yeah, that's there's just really been a mixed bag this year. Nothing... That was so absolutely horrible that I would say 
do not watch it under any circumstances. Okay, well, maybe Wolf. I might say that about that one. But when it comes to the other movies, there's just such a mixed bag out there. And there's a big mixed bag of audiences, too. So it, it all really depends what your preferences are. I still have to put together the 10 best and 10 worst movies of 2021, which I have not gotten around to yet. And I usually have that up by the end of January. And so... I'm a little bit behind this year, so my sincerest apologies about that. And like I said, I please forgive the fact that this just kind of run together a little bit between the movies that I was talking about. But I hope that this kind of recap maybe helped you if you have not caught my other shows to maybe find out a little bit more about these movies. Not that I gave a whole lot of information. It was more of just my personal opinion on these movies. But that's just kind of how it goes. But either way, I hope you are having a wonderful February. Hopefully the groundhog does not see his shadow so that we don't get six more weeks of winter. I'm hoping, or do I have that backwards? <laughs> You'd think I would figure out what Puxatani Phil. I just trying to remember the whole shadows. If he sees a shadow, if he doesn't see a shadow. Either way, we haven't had much of a winter here in the Midwest. But, and so we're already having spring-like days, but these frigid cold temperatures, the older I get, I just don't do so well with that anymore. But if we're not here to talk about the weather, we're here to talk about movies. And of course, as always, I hope you're having a wonderful evening or afternoon whenever you happen to listen to this program. And I will look forward to bringing you the upcoming movies this upcoming Thursday. And again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please c contact us on the contact us page of moviedeputy.com or directly at moviedeputy at gmail.com. I really do read all of your messages and the critiques as well as the praise. And I try my best not to take it too personally, but I mean, deputy is my baby after all, so I can't help maybe a little bit, but I still welcome you to interact and kind of let me know what you think. And until then, or in, until Thursday, I will sign off for now and I'll talk to you soon.